Hey, good morning, London. It's a great day to be alive, isn't it? it Ron sure Young, is. <laughs> Caitlin here, joining you from the MedPoint team. It's great that we can be on air talking about health, wellness, all things in between. Kate, you're doing well today. I'm doing very well. Nice. Um, what's been happening at MedPoint? I know we've been having a lot of people joining our exercise programs, which is great news. Yes. Um, I, I, I just love seeing people in the gym this time of year. And I almost, Kate, do my workout in the gym. And then the other day I went for a run uh, because the weather was so nice. I went for 2K run after. That's awesome. It's kind of like, you know what? I'm already in my gym clothes. I'm already sweaty. Why not? Why not put in a bit of extra work? So it's uh, all is good. I mean, the the grass is sprouting. Uh, flowers are starting to bloom, a few of them. Definitely inspiring time of year it's to get great. active, right? Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's 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 awesome. We have the, the gyms. If, if you're from the Tilsonburg area, uh, cardio memberships and stuff like that at the gym on Broadway. So it's right central to a lot of people. Uh, we have the new West 5 gym. I keep saying new it's it was opened in january so i guess it's still new yeah i'd say it's relatively new still great facility though with turf with uh full rig with a lot of awesome people as well training you to reach your health potential kate let's talk about food because this time of the year gets a little tricky right with barbecues you got the a lot of red meats a lot of higher fatty meats and what's like a better thing to do than be in the sun on the patio with, you know, a beer in hand or a glass of wine yeah. too. That's another thing where you get a lot of added calories. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a real awesome time of the year where you yeah. can soak up the vitamin D, but you do need to beware. So, um, you know, when, we, when we're on the show, we like to give a lot of information. We like to be informative about what's going on. And uh, we also want to advise what uh, we think that you should eat. Mm-hmm. So, Kate, one of my suggestions, and I know you have a dessert suggestion, is to shift away from the red meat and actually make the lean turkey patties if you're going to be having a hamburger. A lot less saturated fat. Um, they grill up just as nicely. And guess what? They taste pretty much the same. Would you agree? Yeah, I love a good turkey burger. Yeah. Delicious. Uh, Kate, now if, say, after the meal we're done and I wanted to have a dessert, our eat this, not that feature is pudding. Yes. How can pudding be good in any regard? Well, if you make it with chia seeds. There you go. Yeah, chia seed pudding is uh, really good for, it's great. It's You get a lot of healthy fats in there. You can control how much sugar goes in there. You know, add some, say, pumpkin spices or even just cinnamon. Adds cool. a really good taste. Um, so that I would highly recommend for your kids, too. If you ever buy them pudding cups, make them chia seed pudding instead. Yeah, and there's there's a lot of stuff that goes into that process, you know, packaged uh, items. So you do have to really be careful and watch out. And if you can have the control, that's what this segment's all about. Taking control, finding the alternatives, and making sure that you're you're choosing the wise choices. Yeah, definitely. Right? Like I would say, you know, prepackaged food really does lead to, you know, more inflammation in the body, um, higher in sugar than what you would put into your own food, higher in sodium, um, that's why it tastes great sometimes, but it's not always the right decision for your body. Right. Um, well, and so, think about the, like stuff like hummus and different things like that. Like That's a big one that stands out to me. If you mm-hmm. look at the salt content 
in in the store bought hummus. You you think, gee, I'm buying this hummus right now. It's healthy for me. It's a great choice. But look at the label. The next time you gro- are in the grocery store for the hummuses and the dips and stuff like that, tons of salt. Yes. And that will cause a lot of discomfort of bloating or inflammation on its own if you're t- having too much sodium, yeah, um, water retention, um, all that type of stuff. So here are just a couple of foods that you could implement into your diet uh, just to, you know, control that inflammation in the body and make you feel good. Uh, some blueberries. Those are really good. They're high in antioxidants as well. Love it. Um, they can go in your chia seed pudding. There you go. Yeah, definitely. Boom. Changing Delicious. the world. <laughs> <laughs> We're giving away all of our secrets. Yeah. <laughs> Ginger is a good one too. Uh, so like making homemade, um, you know. Stir fries. S- yes, yeah, stir fries. Make Oh, ginger is great in stir fries. Yeah. Um, actually, dark chocolate is on this list. Did you know dark chocolate is very high in antioxidants? Yeah. Um, that's the cocoa in it. Uh, but, of course, in controlled consumption. And, yes. you know, go for a dark chocolate that's around 80%. It's strong. You don't need a lot of it. Uh, very flavorful and bold. Just like a good old cheddar. <laughs> yeah. But not. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then wild salmon. Oh, I love salmon. I had a good one this week. Um, that's really good for uh, anti-inflammatory properties as well as uh, your omega-3s are really good for anti-inflammatories. Yes, (laughs) there we go. We stumbled a bit, but we're good. Yes. What about like putting all these foods together? I guess you can't really do that, eh? Not always. I just want to have an antioxidant dish. We have like blueberries, like salmon topped with blueberries and like ginger and salmon (laughs) i did a teriyaki sauce for my like a homemade teriyaki sauce for my salmon this week and i put ginger in it nice and garlic and all the good stuff and it was delicious i could not believe how good it was so there is ways that you can combine these things it's it's you know i find that the joy in cooking for me comes from the creativity aspect Mm -hmm. of it i mean if you are in a rut if you're like oh it's the same thing night in night out do your best to try and and change the course of things because there is so much enjoyment in cooking in in the process of it mm-hmm. in the community of eating alongside family and friends that you're probably missing out on so make a conscious effort to to actually do some more research with your dishes sometimes adding a few things like ginger garlic to a a dish can really give it some uh, pep right absolutely Kate, let's talk about an article that was kind of out and about this past week. And it was asking us if in Ontario we should be uh, offering money for blood donations, which seems interesting. The price point that they were throwing around was about $25 to $50 per donation. And it was specifically looking at the um, plasma So you can donate that weekly. You know, the whole blood, you got to wait like 60 days. So it it gives an interesting twist to this whole idea of, you know, I I donate blood. I've I've done over 30 donations in my lifetime. So I like to think I'm still pretty young. But, you know, I do it because I think it's a civic duty. I think that you're kind of paying it forward. You're helping out uh, the unknown. And it doesn't cost you anything other than half hour, 40 minutes of your time. Now, in a country where they're crying for blood donors, especially in the province of Ontario, is this the right course of action to take? Yeah, I I mean, 
I think that it definitely would give more incentive for those that are on the fence about donating. Um, uh, you know, I know I personally have a bit of a fear of needles. Um, it's kind of surprising because I have a bunch of tattoos. Right. <laughs> um, You're but needled many times. It's, it's just a different concept yeah. of needle when it's in your vein. But at the same time, you know, I think that it is really important to support other people and uh, make sure that you are. Because um, when, what if you need it one day, yeah. right? Um, it's really important to make sure that you're helping out your fellow man. And um, I, the concept of having to ask for, I mean, if we need it, so if money, if offering money will bring in more people, then right. I, I think that there might be some value in that. Or perhaps like they do like a sponsorship thing where you get like a coffee card or like a movie gift certificate. That you would know? be good. I like that Because then idea. they're not just forking out the full amount, but rather, you know what? Go see a movie on us. Uh, the movie theater presumably will sell popcorn and stuff from that, you know, voucher. Yeah. True. And, uh, you know, you get to get out and have a night away. Mm-hmm. So there is a lot of different things that uh, come into play here, too. And, of course, if you're offering money, then you certainly draw a, a, a wide variety of people, right? And not to discriminate anybody, but there is a lot of blood testing that has to happen, right? Mm-hmm. So if you have um, some sort of blood conditions, then perhaps, yeah, you're getting money, but now they're having to pay more to have the blood tested more rigorously true and then perhaps they don't just throw it away anyway so there's a lot to this uh, argument that uh, you know it, it's i mean in in the states they, they do it and the, even sperm donations right true yeah um so i mean it's not uh, uncommon to see this type of practice certainly but uh there's a lot of things that it could lead to and that they certainly need to iron out before they start implementing but you know we're in a we're in a time now where we need more donors we need people who are willing we need people who um have rare blood types i mean my friend used to always uh get an, a letter in the mail from Canadian Blood Services saying hey we need we really want you to come back because you had a rare blood type and I kind of thought, well, my A positive, I've already passed the test before it started. Uh, it, you know, it's just kind of the norm. But regardless, you know, they need donors. They need lots of uh, people uh, who are in surgeries, stuff like that, require blood, blood replacement products, blood transfusion products. So if you're thinking about this, if this is something that's on your heart now or been on your heart for a while, we encourage you to touch base with Canadian Blood Services. Donate. Do your best to to give service to uh, others and help our country out, right? Absolutely. You can reach them, I'm sure, via their website. Uh, they have the new clinic. I believe it's on Southdale Road. I'm not too sure. I think it's Southdale and Warncliffe, somewhere around there. Uh, you can jump in there, and, and usually they're open uh, most days of the week. They also have the satellite clinics, so uh, sometimes they'll set up shop in a Loblaws, or they they were over in City Plaza Mall. Yeah, they're often in City Plaza. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so jump in. Do your part. Help out uh, your common man, and uh, through this we can, we can all uh, benefit, right? Definitely. And even if you don't need the money, right, whether they implement that or not, you could always defer it. Mm-hmm. Right. If it's just kind of your charitable thing or your uh, good deed of the day, I, I don't need to be paid to give blood. It's it's certainly a cool bonus, but 
you know what, put that money in towards something else or some other programs that help educate people. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's all the time that we have on this half of the show. we got to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to be talking, Kate, opioids. Kate, we need to figure out more information about them, how to regulate them better. And if you are interested in that, you stay tuned because we're going to be talking about it on the MedPoint Health Half Hour on 980 CFPL. Hey, welcome back to the program, everybody. Saturday mornings, we join you here to talk everything health, wellness related. And before we left for the break, we were talking about paid blood donations in Ontario. It's something that is kind of on the horizon and very interesting, uh, a lot of debate uh, in between. So if you have something that you wanted to mention or chime in, Hey, we'd love to hear from you, Ron at medpoint.ca or Kate at medpoint.ca. If you have any questions about the show today, we would love to hear them as well as any feedback. Kate, opioids. Let's talk about opioids. Main, you know, a a huge source of pain control for many people. Doctors, dentists, lots of people recommend them because it's good at cutting the edge of the pain, Mm -hmm. right? And especially when you have people who are in pain, at your doorstep, in your office, you want to be able to help them and ease that pain. Now, we know that the prescription of opioids is becoming an epidemic because there's simply too many of them out there now. It's not as well controlled. Lots of people are using them that don't need to be using them. And they're highly addictive from my understanding. That's awesome. You just reading my mind. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true though, because many people will fall victim to being prescribed them and then the dependency on the drug. So there was a pretty cool article uh, and they're actually going to be implementing this very shortly from what I understand. And it's about um, the prescription opioid stickers and leaflets that have to go along with an opioid prescription. So Kate, if you were a doctor... Um, you're prescribing me opioids, you would need to make sure that you give me additional information educating me on the dangers, uh, a sticker with the uh, a big warning sign, basically, that you could put on the pill bottle, perhaps. And uh, you would also need to, um, looking at the risk management side of things, it's going to require drug companies to make risk management plans for people who are addicted to opioids. So three big things coming down the wire. This is going to be happening in October. So it is, I don't want to rush October here. I mean, we just got into the good weather. <laughs> yeah. But, um, soon, right? Like yeah, October that's not is, far away. No. We'll enjoy our one month of summer. <laughs> yeah. I think it is important to co- create more regulation there. Um, you know, it it's kind of a scary, I mean, it's necessary in some ways for certain individuals, but it is scary how addictive they can be. And, yeah. um, you know, as much as you can avoid those types of opportunities to become, uh, you know, yeah. dependent on something like that, uh, I think it's. So it's kind of like we need to change the mentality. And that's why MedPoint offers a lot of amazing programs to to help combat stuff like this. We see it countless times, Kate. People coming through our doors who are on medications to manage diabetes, on uh, medications for heart disease and stuff like that. And they start exercising. And all of a sudden now, you know what? We can cut your dosage in half. Like anytime you can take less medicine, obviously it's going to be beneficial for you. 
Um, but you know, it's, it's that type of thing where if you do need it, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You need to make sure people are informed, educated, and that they know the proper steps so that if they suspect they're getting addicted or, um, you know, family and friends are noticing some behavioral stuff there or extra usage, that it can be, uh, systematically, um, taken care of. And you Mm -hmm. know that there will be those systems in place. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very difficult because I'm not in pain. I mean, I, I, I it's difficult to empathize, right, with people who are Absolutely. suffering from chronic pain. And if you are listening and, and and use opioids, like we're not we're not passing judgment. Absolutely we're just, not. We're just saying, you know what? Try alternate solutions, maybe uh, in combination with it, mm-hmm. or maybe to try and get rid of it. Yeah, maybe it's uh, if possible, you could try a you know some exercise. Sometimes that can help relieve physical pain. Yeah. Um, if that's a you know potential, maybe that would be a good start to moving out of use use of op- opioids. Yeah. Um, you know, you could start Eat, a, a eating physical, better. I was yeah, say. eating better too. Those two things. Um, often lead to feeling better in general. I mean, it's not going to fix all pain issues, but uh, could be a solution for some people. It's just about getting the jump start because I I feel like people who are on opioids for a prolonged amount of time almost developed like a learned helplessness. And like, Mm -hmm. this is just the way life is now. I take my pills every day and, and, you know, I I manage my pain and I'm good. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of like a Band-Aid solution because you're not truly identifying the root cause of the pain. Mm-hmm. So if it is back pain, you know, have you tried physio? Have you tried chiro, massage? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I advise patients, you know what? A lot of people have great benefit from acupuncture. Mm-hmm. Other people don't have any effect at all. Mm-hmm. It, it, you really have to try a bunch of different therapies to see which one uh, really helps you. I know laser therapy is rather curative. Um, but there are different avenues out there that we encourage people to take, obviously, um, if you, uh, are able to. So very cool that the, the government's, uh, identifying this and, and trying to do something about it. Are, do these leaflets just get tossed in the garbage can perhaps, but at least it's an effort to help educate people, right? Mm-hmm. For those newer users who don't know what they're getting themselves into and, uh, so that they can be cautioned against potential addiction and whatnot. So great, uh, great thing that they're doing there. And I know that, um, this is something that dentists, I believe the regulatory body of dentists have been trying to crack down on is their personal prescription of opioids. So, yeah, well, that's good. I mean, typically you just need a good T3 if you're going <laughs> to have a good dental, uh, appointment, <laughs> but, right. uh, Yeah. So anyways, we need to make sure that we're cutting down on uh, on usage of processed foods, drugs, all sorts of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. To get to your health potential, there are going to be barriers, but it's your, your mentality, it's your attitude, um, it's, it's your willingness to w- want the better solution mm-hmm. that will help propel you towards that. So, Absolutely. Think positive. Yeah. Um, well, Kate, I guess that's all the time we have to today on the show. Uh, again, if you have any questions about, uh, what we've talked about on air, ron at medpoint.ca and kate at medpoint.ca. If you 
uh, want to check out more of MedPoint services. Perhaps you want to get some barbecue recipes. You want to talk about some uh, eating habits with our dietitian Rebecca. She is awesome. And guess what? In most cases, benefits cover her services, right? If you want to join us in the gym, if you want to supplement your running with some uh, weight training, we'd love to see you. And of course, one of the big things at our company is the medical. So if, hey, if you're like, I just haven't been to my doctor in a while. I want a full, comprehensive annual health assessment. Hey, that's what we're in the business of, right? Yep, so, for sure. Uh, Kate, hope you have a wonderful weekend. Me I hope too. everybody listening has a great weekend. And we will talk to you more on next week's show. Tune in 10 a.m. Saturday mornings on 980 CFPL.